Welcome to the Wild Menopause Podcast, where we explore an empowering reframe on women, menopause, and midlife. I'm Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach, and I call menopause the passion portal, a sexual and spiritual rebirth into the richest, most creative, and sexiest chapter of a woman's life. If you're entering perimenopause, immersed in menopause, or postmenopausal, and you're ready to rock your third chapter like a queen, this podcast is for you. Are you done with feeling like you're being put out to pasture? I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. In this show, I offer a body, mind, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on topics like female orgasm, pleasure, sensuality, tantric and Taoist practices, somatic healing, intimacy, and desire-based living. Basically, all the things that support you in manifesting and creating an amazing third chapter of your life. And oh yeah, I'm an astrologer, so you'll see some of that too. I'm so thrilled you're here. Welcome to the show. Hey there, welcome back to the show. I am just so grateful that you're here. Really, like the fact that you take time out of your busy day, your life to tune in to this podcast means so much to me. I feel this in my heart. I want to just take a moment like to really thank you. Thank you for being here. And um, it's just such an honor. So welcome back. So in this episode, I want to talk about something that I think is is really important. It's um, something that can really stop us in our tracks from growing, from evolving, from um, healing even, right? It's the topic of resistance. And I don't even like that word anymore. So I w- the, the title of this is reframing resistance, right? And um, I haven't really come up with a, an easier word to talk about it yet without being too wordy. But I just want to say that up front, I'm not crazy about the word resistance, because I, I feel that it can really almost come across as like a pathology, like there's a fault, there's something wrong with us when we experience this feeling or we're going to talk about in this episode. And I, I, I don't like that. I think that in and of itself can be really limiting and actually cause a lot of shame and shutdown in our, in our nervous system, just by saying we have resistance, or maybe a teacher has said to you, you have resistance or a coach, you have resistance. It doesn't feel good, right? There's a contraction about that word even. And the more I learn about our nervous systems, our amazing nervous systems, and how our bodies respond to traumatic events, how trauma is stored in the body, and what actually works in terms of integrating our experiences and actually healing, the more strongly I feel that we need to reframe this whole conversation about resistance. So in this episode, um, I'm going to go into that a little bit about, well, first I'll start with my scope of practice. I think that's important. I'm just going to give you a little background on things that I've been studying and, you know, what my scope of practice is to set the container. I think that's important. And then go into a little bit about um, what resistance actually is, at least from, from my knowledge, from what I've been learning. And really starting to give you ideas or practices. I'm going to break it down into four steps of um, what's been really working for me in my own practice. And um, so that you can start to apply this in your life to hopefully navigate any, any pushback you might be getting from your nervous system. So a little bit about my scope of practice. I am not a therapist. I am not a trauma expert. I call myself a trauma-informed coach, 
And what does that mean? That can mean a lot of different things, right? So my path has been, um, I became a TRE provider. So I'm a certified TRE provider. TRE is trauma release exercises. So we spent a couple of years actually getting that certification. And we did a deep dive into the nervous system and worked with things like the polyvagal theory. And really a lot of the focus was on regulating our own nervous system. So learning to become more aware of how our nervous system was reacting at different um, different moments of the day and doing this intervention of TRE, which is a, um, a really powerful but simple and gentle actually way to release stress and trauma from the body. I'll make sure I link um, um, some material on TRE for you in the show notes, but it's um, a gentle way to release through activating your natural tremor. I know tremor is a scary word, but it helps to... Um, it stimulates the vagus nerve, which helps you really downregulate your nervous system and integrate past trauma. So anyway, that's, that's a lot. But, um, so that's one of the things I have in my toolkit. And I've been, you know, it's an ongoing study of, of these subjects. And I've been studying with an amazing therapist and coach, Shelby Lee, who runs these incredible programs for coaches, people like me, but also all different types of professionals on becoming more trauma aware. And so I've been studying with her for over a year now uh, online and we meet uh, once a week, but she has an incredible program that you might want to check out, Creating Safer Space. I believe it's actually open for enrollment now, again, the live version as I record this. So I'll make sure that um, I'll, I'll link that in the notes as well. But so Shelby's had a huge influence on me and um, just learning more about trauma. I'm also currently taking an amazing course by my colleague and coach, uh, Kelly Sterling. She's, she has a beautiful program that she put together called Reconnect. And I'm learning so much from Kelly. She's an incredible teacher, knows so much about the nervous system and sensuality and pleasure and um, even like going into sexuality. So incredible course that I've been taking with Kelly, learning so much from her. I'll make sure I link her in my notes as well. And I'm also currently taking a certification program, the beginning part of a certification program on the breath from an incredible teacher, Casper Van um, Vandermeulen, sorry, <laughs> Vandermeulen. I, I, almost, I almost forgot the part of his name there. But um, yeah, he is an, he's an expert on breath and how to use our breath to optimize our mental fitness, our physical fitness, and also to heal the body and to really activate our uh, re- rejuvenation and healing prop- healing capacity of the human body. So anyway, so I've been learning a lot from him as well and how the breath all weaves into this. So I'm not saying that to, oh, look at all the stuff I've done. I'm just saying that to set the container on the lens I'm coming from when I say I'm trauma aware. So these are the, the, the people that have had the most influence on me. Also in my coach training, we did quite a quite a dive into um, you know integrating trauma, integrating shadow and things like that. So all of this really informs my coaching methodology and also how I teach the JDEG. So there you have it in a nutshell, my scope of practice. All right, so let's dive into this topic of resistance and why it's so important. Well, I think anytime we take on a practice worth its salt, right? Anytime we're going to take on a practice that is going to transform us, that we know it's going to transform us, we know it's going to up-level our life, 
our lives in some way, this is going to come up, right? There's going to be a part of us that is, I'm sure you've experienced this, that is 100% on board. Let's go. Let's do it. I'm 100% in, right? And then you sign up for the program. Maybe you, you, you get in, in, in the thing. And all of a sudden, there's this wall of ah, inertia, or uh, it can express in different ways, which we'll talk about in this episode. But um, there it is, right? We'll call it resistance just for ease sake. That other part of us or parts of us that are um, hell no, right? There's the part that's hell yeah totally in. And there is a part or most often parts of us that are, oh, hell no. And we've been labeling this, right? Resistance. And again, it sounds so contracting to me, but what I've been learning is that what we call resistance are these protective parts of us, right? This is our genius nervous system doing its job to protect us. This is our reaction to past experiences, and it is our nervous system job trying to keep us safe and um, protecting us from getting hurt. Now here, and that's a good thing. So I think it's a thing to celebrate, right? So celebrating how amazing your nervous system is, number one. But um, here's the thing, it becomes maladaptive when it's really getting in the way of something that we really want, something we're yearning for, a desire that we have to transform some part of our life. So this is true. This will come up in any kind of practice, whether it's a new fitness program you're taking or um, maybe learning a new language, a new skill. Like during the pandemic, I learned how to roller skate and I was really excited, got my skates, you know, got all. And as soon as I put on the skates, I was like, ooh, here it is. There's that feeling again. Like those parts of me, like, I don't know, you know. So it comes up no matter what, right? And the thing is when we, when we take on a practice that has to do with our sensuality, our sexuality, this, this, uh, these parts of us, these protective parts of us are going to come up much stronger, much stronger, like maybe a thousand times stronger. And that totally makes sense, right? Because this is a realm where we've had a lot of personal um, trauma and shutdown and collective. And even if you haven't had overt trauma, we have the other, we don't even realize it as trauma. Uh, so much negativity put on our sexuality and on our sensuality where it can feel even really risky or confronting to really take an honest to goodness deep breath or just really feel the pleasure of the breeze on your skin or just really taking in the scent of a pine tree can feel like, oh my gosh, is this safe? right? This part of us can pop up or parts of us pop up that are just not, not on board with it, not on board to receive pleasure. And the more I learned about the nervous system, the more I realized like, oh yeah, this totally makes sense. And I've seen this firsthand in the jade egg world. Every woman I know who has started this practice, who has purchased an egg, myself included, got really excited, bought the egg, totally stoked to do it. Part of us, 100%. Of course, I want to empower my, myself. Of course, I want to own my sensuality. Of course, I want to be a sexually empowered woman. And then when it's time to use the egg, there's this pushback we get from our nervous system and that can express in a number of ways, which we're going to talk about, but it's there. It's real. And it often causes us to put that egg back in the drawer. Mine sat in the drawer for about a month before I took it out again. But for some, it stays in the drawer forever and the practice never uh, gets off the ground. And so 
there are ways to navigate that I found are, that can be really successful and not about shaming yourself. You don't have to get over anything. I think that's a really toxic model that uh, we need to move away from. And one of the most powerful things that I've been learning about and will continue to learn about for the rest of my life, there's so much there to learn, is something called the polyvagal theory by Stephen Porges. Perhaps you've heard of this. It's been around in, in my sphere for, sphere for quite a while now, but it's, um, a different way of looking at the nervous system. He's, Stephen Porges made an incredible contribution to the world of, of healing, of healing trauma. And basically what we're talking about, these parts of us that go into resistance, again, to use that word again, are usually fight or flight, right? Or freeze, fight, flight, or freeze. And it's just your nervous system doing its job. And I've seen this firsthand in my own life so often, right? Something activates us that doesn't feel safe. And we we have responses, right? We could fight, we can really rise up and get get um, agitated, activated, and get that response in the body with the cortisol and the adrenaline, where we can actually fight off the threat, right? Something, this is the action of moving towards whatever the perceived threat is. And then we also have the, the flight in that same zone of getting out of the situation, running away. Again, that cortisol rush, the adrenaline rush, so you can get out, get away. And um, that's a real common response for all of us in daily life, right? I'm sure you can notice that in your own life. And what the polyvagal theory really brought in too strongly is that we have freeze. That's part of the, the, um, the, the vagal nerve response. And this is where we go into kind of a shutdown, a collapse, this feeling of I can't rather than having the I can and having agency in the fight or flight. In this activation, when we're activated in in that freeze zone, we just feel completely lethargic sometimes. We might just literally just conk out and go to sleep, feeling overwhelmed. It's that feeling of I just can't, right? I just can't. And it, it's a feeling of complete exhaustion. And you might just be physically exhausted, but um, this is how this is how some of the ways the patterns can be stored in the body. And again, this part of you that could be 100% online for a jade egg practice, you might go to get your jade egg out and practice, and all of a sudden just have these waves of kind of anger, right? Just really pissed off. And sometimes that anger is directed at the teacher, just saying. I, <laughs> I've had that happen a lot with uh, different clients and even friends. And now that I know more about the nervous system, um, I, I I can hold that a lot better. Let's say uh, getting mad, uh, even learning about our sexual anatomy. I've had people get angry at me for 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 teaching this information to them or sharing this information. And now that I understand what's going on, it, it makes a lot more sense, right? Or I've had people uh, flight on me, just check out, ghost me uh, in client sessions or goes to me just physically checking out, or I'm sorry, mentally checking out, just completely getting spacey or changing the topic or not being able to stay on point of what we're talking about when we're in a session or even with friends when we're we're talking about this kind of work, just completely like, ah, I need to get out of here, right? Or I've seen freeze as well, right? Where people just get so, so exhausted, just completely kind of have that collapse. And what I want to say about this, and 
So this is really, you know, step one is awareness, right? Just awareness. And I have a chart for you. This is kind of hard to to uh, just verbalize, but it's great when I have my chart handy when I could show you what I'm talking about. But I will have that in the notes for you. You can look at this beautiful um, nervous system of yours in, in a chart form and start to be aware of where you're at on any given day, right? So we have fight or flight, we have freeze, but we also have this zone called the ventral vagal zone, which I like to call the pleasure zone or the sensual zone. And that's the place where we are in the flow state, right? We are calm, we are chill, we are available for connection, we're available for intimacy, we are present, right? That that omnipresent word, present, <laughs> for real, not like paying attention, but like we are here embodied in our body. And this is the place where our body can go into repair, this is the place where we can digest our food. This is the place of, you know, sustainable orgasm. This is the place of sustainable life and vitality of feeling that you have um, the ability to respond rather than react because you have agency in fight or flight. What's different here in the uh, the uh, the pleasure zone or the the ventral vagal part of your nervous system is that you can respond. Yeah. And I like to call this like your queen's presence, right? You're really there able to respond. So step one, what I would offer you in terms of navigational tools would be awareness. Take a look at the chart and really get to know your exquisite nervous system with absolutely no judgment at all, right? Whenever you um, notice you're in fight or flight or freeze, it's like, those parts of us are calling out for love, calling out for attention. So that's my step one for you, just that awareness. And whenever you notice yourself in fight or flight or freeze, I want you to say to yourself, that totally makes sense. That makes sense. It's my nervous system doing its job. And getting in the mindset of celebrating that is, again, an important first step, just getting in that space where you can really honor your exquisite, elegant nervous system for doing such a great job. And step two, I'll call it activate your inner queen. (laughs) Now this is a part of you that knows what she wants. This is the part of you that chose to do that thing to begin with, chose to do a jade egg practice, for example, or yoni egg practice. This is the part of you who's clear on her desires And she lives in that ventral vagal state of that sensual zone, the pleasure zone. So what we want to do here is stimulate your vagus nerve, which will help you access that part of you. Now, there are many, many ways to stimulate your vagus nerve. and I've got lots of tools for you on that. And I'm always learning more. TRE is one of them, as I talked about earlier. But I want to just give you a really super simple breath practice that you can do and give it a try. See if this works for you. So if you are in a place to do this now, let's do it. So you want to take an inhale through your nose for about four or five counts. And then exhale with a sigh and a ha. And try to extend that exhale maybe to eight counts. So inhale. Ha. Try that three more times. 
So that's my recipe. Do that about three to four, maybe five times. If you need to do more, do more. But um, that extended exhale, well, breathing through the nose, first of all, you want to breathe in through the nose. That's going to automatically start to bring you into the parasympathetic nervous system, the ventral vagal state. And, um, and that exhale extended, another way to do that. And that sighing, right, that ha sound, also does that. It also stimulates your heart chakra, which is a place of that that loving presence, which is which is really key when you're meeting these parts of you. So step three, once you are connected to that inner queen part of you, get curious. Again, that ventral vagal state is the place we're able to be curious. We can't get curious when we're in fight or flight or freeze. We can't. You just can't. <laughs> so come into your queen, that place where you can give, get curious, and you'll know you're there when you can get curious. And just get curious about these pieces you know, of you if you're in fight or flight. You know, you want to honor those places. Now, if you are in fight, it doesn't mean that, um, you know, it's always healthy to just like express that out or lash out at people, right? But just honor it, right? Just say, yeah, that makes sense. Totally makes sense. And with your inner queen's presence, meeting that, that those parts of you, whatever's going on with curiosity and with love, with compassion, and just really trying to root in and say, Hey, I'm here. What do you need? Starting that conversation and just to the best of your ability, meeting those parts again, with that queen's presence and love, just like I've got you, you know, I've got you. It could be really beautiful and and very healing to journal on this. If that's your thing, just journaling on, you know, your, your inner queen, but also these parts of you that are showing up and just getting to know them. That could be really nice, just stream of consciousness, perhaps on the various parts or pieces that are coming up, not trying to figure it out, but just to get acquainted, get acquainted. And uh, again, to meet these, these parts of you with love and compassion. And I just want to say my, my neighbor, it might be my husband actually just started mowing the lawn. (laughs) So you might hear in the background, I apologize, but I'm on a roll. So I want to keep going. All right. So step four, micro dose your practice. Now I know micro dosing is a term connected with using hallucinogenic mushrooms and LSD, but microdosing for mental health and healing and spiritual journeys too. So I, I mean, no disrespect to that modality whatsoever. I just think it's a great word to use here. So microdose our pleasure, microdose our orgasm. <laughs> this is the way to build power, right? We know consistency is the key to change, right? We need a sustainable practice with whatever we're taking on. You know that's true from yoga to meditation to changes in your diet to, um, again, learning a language, learning a musical instrument. We need a steady, regular practice. And we need to to show up for that practice, you know, on a regular basis if we're ever going to build power, if we're going to get skill. So the same is true with the jade egg, right? 
And so microdosing is, I found to be really, really helpful for a lot of my clients and for myself. (laughs) So if you're in a place where you are coming up with a lot of resistance and definitely do those other steps, but then just make a promise to yourself. Okay, I'm going to just do five minutes of my jade egg practice. And that could mean just sitting there and holding your egg in your hand or holding your egg on your heart and just breathing deeply in and out of your nose and just feeling the energy of this beautiful gemstone. That's practice, right? It doesn't have to be full on all the time, but just promise yourself to show up for that five minutes. Every day would be great. I'm My ideal for, for you would be every day. If that's not possible, at least three times a week, make that promise to yourself at least. Because if you let it go any less than that, you're not going to get the momentum. You're not going to get the benefit that this practice has to offer you. And it's immense. You really, it's kind of like you have to work with our our nervous system and our body to create new pathways for for pleasure. And that sounds easy. It sounds simple. It's not easy. It sounds simple, but it's not easy. We have well-worn tracks of, um, you know, choosing suffering and pain and, and uh, overworking and strife and stress over pleasure, right? To choose pleasure is a really radical act. And I know I've said this before, but to carve a new pathway for pleasure in your, in your, in your body, in your system, it, it takes consistency, it takes work. And over time, it'll become easier. You may have had this experience when, say, you started a new way of working out. At first, it feels really awkward. And it's just like, again, there's a lot of resistance. But when you start to feel better, when you start to feel results, right, then you're inspired, then you're you're all jazzed about it. Um, and you're, you're ready to, sh- to roll out that yoga mat and do the yoga practice, right? Same applies here. So microdosing, I feel, has been a really really great thing for a lot of women. So just again, make that promise to yourself, show up in mini doses way better than showing up once a month for a deep dive, mind blowing experience. Trust me on that. (laughs) I think that's true of anything. Much better to weave this into your daily life. And in the next episode, there's gonna be a part two kind of, of, I'm going to talk about really setting up a space in your home and how important that is. Like how every every woman needs a temple, right? You are a temple, but you need a temple, you know, to honor your own temple, to reflect that back to you. So that'll be the next episode. But I want to end it here because I am at uh, 25 minutes. I'm pretty passionate about this stuff. So yeah, so I hope that's helpful. I'd love to hear from you, see how, I'd love to see how that lands with you. So feel free to reach out through email anytime. Sending you lots of love. I will catch you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show and you want to learn more, you want to go deeper, you're my kind of woman and I'd love to meet you. I'd love to have you in my community. Head on over to my website, shaktikor.com. There you'll find an invitation to join my list and get free instant access to a resource library that I created for you called The Goddess Vault. It's chock full of resources to support you in reclaiming and embodying your sensual sovereignty. You'll find guided meditations, breathwork practices, movement practices, and even a beginner's guide to starting a jade egg practice. It's all on my site waiting for you at shaktikor.com. I'll see you there. 
And if you have a woman or women in your life that you think would benefit from the content I'm sharing here, please share the love, pass it along. Thanks again for listening. I'll catch you next time.